0: The following audio is from Gold Country Baptist Church in Shingle Springs, California. Visit GCB.Church to find more resources and to learn about our church. Well, welcome to the GCBC Podcast, a podcast by Gold Country Baptist Church. For Gold Country Baptist Church, where we discuss with our leaders and members of the church the how and why of ministry in the life of our church. And we pray, as always, this will encourage your spiritual growth for the glory of God. I'm your host, Corey Freeman, and on today's episode, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Normally, I wouldn't do this, but if anyone goes to our church, some of you may know that many of the church leaders, mainly Pastor Corey and Pastor Phil, but there are others as well write blog posts and articles on the church's website and i will provide a link to these blog posts and articles if anyone is interested in it especially this one today because as many of you may know pastor cory has been doing a sunday school class regarding how to engage with the lgbtq community it's no secret unless you live under a rock with no wi-fi That the whole world, especially the United States, is heavily influenced by the LGBTQ community. So as believers, how do we engage with people who, let's just call it what it is, they are living in sin? How do we address this particular sin in this world? And so this article will give us some helpful pointers and a correct biblical approach to it. So I'm just going to start reading it. And feel free to follow along if you have followed the link. Or if you're listening to this in your car, obviously, feel free to just listen. How do we share Christ with those who identify as LGBTQ? Well, we know that we must have a firm grasp of what it means as humans to be made in the image of God. Start there, Genesis 1, 26-28. And be fully convinced that what God has made is good, but we must proclaim God's truth. Because the truth sets us free. And what is God's truth regarding LGBTQ issues? It is sin. Scripture, our only authority, provides the answer. In 1 Corinthians 6, verses 9 through 10, the Apostle Paul writes, Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexual and moral, nor idolaters, adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality nor thieves nor the greedy nor drunkards nor revilers nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God sometimes we only focus on the middle of this list and say LGBTQ people won't inherit the kingdom of God while ignoring the other sins however if we look at all the sins listed none of us should inherit the kingdom of God we praise the Lord that Paul didn't stop there He goes on to say, And such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. That's not only good news, that's amazing news. You can be washed, you can be sanctified, you can be justified in the name of Jesus. Our message has to be redemptive. We cannot simply tell people they're sinners and not tell them about the Savior who saves sinners. Their biggest sin isn't being in a same-sex relationship. The biggest sin is unbelief and rebellion against a holy God. A helpful comparison. Here's a helpful comparison that Christopher Yuan provides in his book, Holy Sexuality and the Gospel sharing the gospel in the middle east requires a lot of creativity and patience without rushing into theological differences we must first be sensitive and respectful particularly in light of their negative perception of christians unfortunately many muslims perceive that christians have deep animosity toward them although i personally don't know any born-again believer who hate muslims perception is a reality In light of this, we begin by patiently building relationships, and we don't rush to point out how they're wrong or living in sin. Avoid an "unversus them attitude. If our hope is to lead Muslims to Christ, we must establish trust before we broach controversial topics. I've always thought we should model how we minister, to lgbtq people after how we minister to muslims at the surface level the two groups are very different however both share something in common how they perceive christians like muslims the perception of many lgbtq people is that we have deep animosity toward them therefore ministry to the lgbtq community also requires a lot of creativity and patience without rushing into theological differences we must be sensitive and respectful with our lgbtq friends we begin by patiently building relationships and we don't rush to point out how they're wrong or living in sin if our hope is to lead our lgbtq friends to christ we must establish trust before we broach controversial topics. Some ideas of what not to say. In conversation, do not compare homosexuality with addiction or pedophilia. It's not a good way to win people to Christ. Do not use these two words lifestyle or choice. They have a wrong identity and disordered desires. Those are words that often are loaded with baggage that don't help. In their minds, this is who they are, not just what they do. Do not say, love the sinner, hate the sin. Do it, but don't say it. You can tell the person that you love them, because you do. If you don't, confess, repent, and love. Do not feel you must debate with people or answer every question. Jesus didn't. Instead, he would answer in ways that pointed to the kingdom of God. When an unbeliever asks us, is being gay a sin? We can cause the conversation to go deeper by asking one of two questions how do you define sin, or what does it mean to be gay? This will lead to a broader discussion about morality or identity. If someone asks, do you think gays are going to hell? I'd ask this, what's your understanding of who deserves God's judgment? Then you can have a great conversation about the character of God and the sinfulness of humanity. And this can easily segue into the necessity of Jesus as the perfect sacrifice for sin. Knowing how to reply with good questions is probably one of the most effective forms of evangelism and apologetics. Some ideas of what to do. Pray and fast. Do battle for people who are unable to intercede for themselves. Be quick to listen, not quick to speak. If you want others to listen to you, you should listen to them first. As you listen to your LGBTQ friends' stories about their partners, how might you respond? I'm so happy for you. Wouldn't be right. Instead, you can simply acknowledge his experience, saying, I see this person means a lot to you. Remember, acknowledging someone's feelings doesn't mean agreeing with her actions. The Apostle Paul reminds us that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance, Romans 2.4. Be intentional. Invite an LGBTQ neighbor over for dinner. No, this isn't condoning sin. We shouldn't be afraid to eat with sinners. Jesus wasn't. Look up Matthew 9.11 and Mark 2.16. Be patient and persistent. Christopher Yuan's parents Prayed for eight years and other people have been praying for decades. And if God patiently pursued you, shouldn't we do the same for others? Be transparent. What's the best way to share the gospel? Share how the gospel has impacted your own personal life. Be transparent about what God has taught you and brought you through lately. Be transparent and share what God has done in your life. Briefly share your testimony. Also, tell about something God has done in your life this past year. Look for open doors to speak of Christ. As Christians, we have been saved from our sin and it is glorious. We can't help but speak of what he has done. As we meditate on and delight in the God of our salvation, we will overflow with joy in him. After all, We are a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. Again, 1 Peter 2, 9. And this is going to be a quote to end this blog. This is my point. We must show the beauty of the gospel lived out in our daily lives and let that be the foundation from which we proclaim the good news to the lost. No matter what people cling to, Of all the fool's gold in the world, money, fame, career, power, happiness, or even relationship, nothing comes close to the joy and satisfaction of a life fully surrendered to God. Our job as followers of Christ is to live in a way that makes it unmistakable to a dying world that Jesus is better than anything this world has to offer. This has been the GCBC Podcast. We'll see you next time.